Hello and welcome to Patch. I'm your host, Paul James, today in our final episode for 2023, hence Maddo's hat. Um, I'm joined by Maddo Phillips. How's things, mate? Oh, ho, ho, ho. Feel, feel in the spirit a, today. You've started is, Christmas celebrations early at home. It is the year of absolute stupidity for the next two weeks. I mean, the whole year's been stupid, right? The number of people cursing 2023. Yeah, well, it's about to get more stupider, if that makes any sense. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Things could really yeah, go off the wheel. Six the days away from Christmas. And so that's and... that's a bright spot. And, you know, people are knocking off work for the year pretty soon. I know I'm three work days away at this point, as of the time we record. One day by the time this episode goes to air. And even that day is basically kind of nursing a hangover for the most part. So anyway, let's, let's get into this episode where... Um, I think maybe we flagged it last week. We were going to do like an updates to kind of finish the year up, but we've both kind of realised it probably doesn't quite fit. Mano's not got that many games to play uh, that he's played. I've got a couple, but not enough really to justify a full episode. So we'll... Probably, to be honest, we'd probably played the same games as well. Go on, one, red, one, red one key one. Red well, God of War. You, so you jumped into the DLC for Red I've jumped, yep. in, I've jumped into the DLC and Spider-Man 2. The DLC yeah, 2. Okay. That's fair. That's really it. Um, my list is a bit longer than that, but yeah, I'll just fold it into January. All right, so what we are actually doing, though, is uh, considering the horrific state that is the Embracer group right now, um, closures left, right, and center, sacking people all over the place. We heard, um, I mean, what studio got closed this week? Um, I mean, 3D Realms got a whole bunch of staff kind of I know the one, ones that did time splitters. That's all I know. Yes, yeah, Free Radical. That's right, thank you. Uh, yeah, Free Radical got closed. 3D Realms got, uh, had a whole bunch of uh, staff kind of kicked. I don't think they were quite closed, but they're not far off either, the way things are shaping up. Got, and so yeah. it's becoming a bit of a shit show over there at the moment. And so we thought, well, the way things are going, it's going to end in a in a THQ-style fire sale, which is ironic considering this all started with kind of the rebuilding of, of THQ. So we're going to run another fire, fire sale and... They've got too many studios over there at Embracer Group because they've bought 500 of them. So we're going to focus on, I think it was 10. I think I built a list of 10 in the end, 10 in particular. Yep, 10. And we're going to find homes for each of them. Um, homes where they're going to be loved, cherished, supported, and not burnt to the ground like what we're seeing with the Embracer Group right now. So, matter the first, the first studio on our list here is Gunfire Games. Now, for anyone who's unaware, and I'll try and give a little bit of background for each of the studios, Gunfire Games is actually a whole bunch of people used to do Darksiders back in the day. Um, they made Darksiders 3, but their most recent stuff has been Remnant from the Ashes, and this year's Remnant 2, which is absolutely one of the best games of the year, if you speak to anyone who's played it. So, who's going to come for a team like... Uh, which publisher's going to come for a team like that? Well... And, and we, did, we did joke beforehand. Uh, Tencent would come for all of them, so Tencent is getting none of them in our in our yes, little thingy. No, not the, that is the only mention of Tencent that you'll hear in this entire episode. Otherwise, fuck them. Because otherwise we might get cut off without even knowing. Yeah. But with Gunfire Games, I thought, go and buy their last few games. Everyone says their games are very Souls-like games. So, my choice... Bandit Namco. <laughs> or From Software. Oh, yeah, just From Software just pulls them under the, under the umbrella. That's it. Like, hey, can you do a Dark Souls with guns? And they'll go, sure. We've already done it. But we can do another one with guns. I mean, it, you know, it, it kind of makes sense. Um, I mean, I would have thought like Bandai Namco as the per, uh, as the mob who basically publishes all of FromSoft's games, but but um, 
I mean, it's not who I actually picked in the end, but uh, I could I could totally see FromSoft going. Well, we could just add to our team. I mean, they they kind of inter- they become very international at that point. Maybe that's not their thing, but I could see it working. It certainly makes sense. Uh, for me, I picked Ubisoft because oh, Ubisoft, yeah. Ubisoft would look at that and go, okay, like that's the you know the the eight and a half nine sort of level game that we tend to exist in but they're also doing something a little bit different to what we do we don't have a, a soul i mean they don't have any souls like games so that that kind of addresses a need there as well um and it'd be a nice change of pace to the ubisoft formula so i thought they'd look and go yeah we could probably do with a team like that um and they're happy to kind of embrace teams from all around the globe so um you know it doesn't seem like there's any logistical challenges for them at all so i thought gunfire games would be good there that's next fair. up next up is uh deep silver which kind of is one of the actual arms of um embrace a group as things stand that did have volition in it but of course volition got killed earlier this year Dead. um the saints row team so uh they don't have a lot left but there's like dam buster and um and fish labs that are kind of some of the teams there which have done you know done some pretty cool things over over recent years it's just uh well, i mean like dead, dead island 2 for example came from Dan Buster this year, that was like very successful. Um, sold pretty pretty well as well. And then our favourite Chorves uh, came from Fish Labs as well as a whole oh, range of other games. They've done some they've done some Saints Row work, so maybe that's an opportunity for Saints Row to Metro, to kind of Metro as well. Um, maybe maybe port stuff, but no, they uh, who does who does Metro? I can't remember. Oh, shit. Yeah, it wasn't fish loose, but they might have done supporting stuff. Um, Metro first light blue. That's the first game I'm thinking of. It's last that light. Is. First light is the infamous DLC. Um, oh. Metro was four uh, A games. Oh, there but you go. actually, yeah, it was was published by Deep Silver, but I don't think they're owned by Deep Silver. I think they're like an independent studio. Oh, still. right, I see. Parent Saber Interactive. Actually, no, we would have missed them. So yeah, four A's. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll maybe we'll bundle four A in here, so we can add Metro into that list for the sake of this. Okay. Uh, anyway, where where do you think, um, or who do you think might go for a little group of teams like that? Well, I have two in sight. One's probably unlikely, but the other one is a possibility. I put EA. Oh yeah. As because Dead Island, they used to have a game called Left for Dead, which we haven't seen That's in a long time. Isn't it? Oh, I mean, missed yeah. that up. I swear they did something that was zombie related. Um, but the one thing they um, I say the one thing they're really missing EA is a good shooter because we haven't seen a shooter. Well, there is Battlefield, but no one even talks about Battlefield anymore because that is an absolute mess. And we haven't seen Medal of Honor in a while, except for a silly VR game. And he's still thinking, what else? But. Um, just trying to check because like even as I started to search for Left 4 Dead uh, like for EA Zombie Games Left 4 Dead 2 came up so maybe they like published it in one part of the world or something like that I don't know oh they were like a distributor they were a distributor but not actually ah right um but yeah I mean all that all that kind of logic checks out um so I could see I could see that working and then the other I thought was Take 2 but then I realised Saint Rose in that bundle and they've more and, oh, are they? Because I was thinking Saint Troy and Grave Theft Auto. I was like, hmm. 
I'm like, hmm, they've already got to grip this other game, big gangster game called, well, not really a gangster game, criminal steel yeah. cars called Grand Theft Auto. So they probably don't need Saints Row, but let's be honest, Saints Row's dead anyway. It's their, they make it's, a, it's their way to make sure it stays dead. Like, you can just sit on the the Rockstar back, uh, back burner a, and not get touched. It's in the Rockstar abyss for eternity to never be seen again. And you know what? Fair enough. Which, look, I, I mean, and, I kind of looked at it through the lens. I mean, there's that there's that perspective, and I did kind of consider that one. I also considered the possibility, because you've got private division that's part of uh, Deep Silver these days, and they could kind of take like a small wannabe GTA and throw some staff at it and actually make it into something that's definitely that change of pace and not GTA, but is the not GTA game for when there's not GTA. Um, so, of course, they wouldn't put one out anytime soon considering we've got one aiming for 2025 at the moment, but certainly certainly beyond that, there's there's opportunity there. So, I, I went deep... Uh, sorry, I went um, take two, but yeah, I totally get the EA one. Next up is Flying Wild Hog. Um, so, they're... Ooh. Oh, sorry, beers. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, they've done they've done a whole they've done a whole bunch of cool stuff over the years. Uh, Shadow Warrior. There's three of those. They even did Evil West from last year. Uh, actually, they did both Evil West and Shadow Warrior three last year. They were a pretty busy team back in 2023. But um, yeah, they're they're one of they're one of the teams at the moment. Um, lots of FPSs for the most part. Where should they go? Well. For some reason, I couldn't think of anywhere to put them, so I just thought, you know what? Maybe Nintendo needs some more variety of <laughs> games instead of, you know, the children's games and just have a lovely shooter because they don't really have any shooters unless it's Doom, which is a deported thing anyway that looks rubbish. So maybe they can do a less stylized shooter or Microsoft Studios. Oh, yeah, pull it into the Xbox brand. Um, I mean, it would make sense. They they do love a shooter over there. Yes. Shooters and no. open world RPGs, Western RPGs. That's that's their shtick. I think more on that to come yeah, though. So shooters, RPGs, and disasters. That's their three main. <laughs> Checks out. Style of games. Um. And you know, a lot of that's kind of encompassed by by Flying Wild Hog. Uh, for me, I went with EA though. Um, they, oh, obviously, yes. they obviously love they, themselves they a first-person shooter and uh, it would be that sort of thing again to kind of change up the pace a little bit you've got your really gritty stuff in like Battlefield if, they, if they're ever allowed to do a Battlefront game ever again you've got that but again still really serious even though it's in the Star Wars license and then you've got this thing that's kind of just it would fit the EA Originals sort of thing as well um, there's something that's just kind of off the wall it's fun they can throw their support behind it it wouldn't be an EA original because based on this they would own them but I think that could be a lot of fun for them uh, next team is Tarsi Studios who are the team responsible for Little Nightmares um, I actually don't know if there's anything else that they do uh, Little they've, Nightmares they've, they've assisted with some stuff they've, they've helped with some Little Big Planet DLC over the years whatever the stretches is oh that was that um, like you're a, a paramedic and you're carrying people oh, around. Oh, the stretcher one, yes, the stre- yes. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, the, in a very overcooked style way. But anyway, yeah, little little nightmares is kind of their main thing. They're working. I think they're helping to assist with a third game at the moment. But uh, where should they go? I'd just put the people that publish their games, which is. Bandai Namco. Yeah, that was that was my choice for the same reason. I think they were pretty that's easy. Pretty much in the, in the description, it's like, oh, it's 
distributed by Bandai Namco, thinking, well, if they've got that sort of gaming relationship, it'd be silly not to just go with, or if Bandai Namco want them. And I'm guessing, of course they will, if they're making another Little Nightmares game. There is a third one. I'm thinking, like, Supergiant might have a little bit to do with it as well, which is the... No, Supergiant... Supermassive, sorry, Supermassive, which is the team that does like Until Dawn and all those sorts of things. I think they've got a little bit to do with it as well, but that's a Bandai Namco team too. So, well, they're they're in like a giant eight game partnership with with Bandai Namco. It's a weird weird situation that one. Um, but yeah, Tarsi seem pretty obvious for the same reasons you're talking about. So we'll jump onto another team then, which is uh, the freshly culled 3D Realms. So the the stewards of Duke Nukem, in particular. Well, who needs to take you, the Duke? Well, my thought was... Or who will take is, the Duke? Or who will, who might. I just thought a shooter, well, that got killed off. I thought if Bethesda or id Software there you go. took those staff and actually made a Duke and Nukem game, pretty much just like Doom, but not serious, it could almost be good. Yeah, I think that's the right team to save them. So yeah, I, I put Xbox so they'd be under all that umbrella and Xbox would own the IP and then they can send it over to Bethesda and do whatever... Uh, sorry, and then id and do whatever they want. So yeah, we're clearly on the same page there. Xbox will actually feature, I think, a few times before before the end here, at least in terms of some of my picks. Um, so we'll keep it going. Aspire, which is the team that was, maybe still is, no one's really quite sure, working on the KOTOR remake. No no um, one knows. One week it's dead. The other week it's like, oh no, we're still making it. Dead. Next week's like, oh no, it's not getting made anymore. Next no, week it they'll is. announce it's dead, just like the Last of Us multiplayer. Oh well. Sorry, sorry, Buddy Watson, who's watching. I'm sure still. It's only, it's only been still five crying. years and yet five years of development just to be told, oh hey, sorry guys, it's the not number coming. of fuck PlayStation's, fuck Sony's, fuck this, fuck that that came from Buddy in a in a chat the other day was. Um, He's pretty brokenhearted. We love you, buddy. It's okay. Uh, next year, you can pay $10 for uh, the remaster. And guess what? I am playing no it already. I'm allowed to do no pl- that. I am playing no it multiplayer. already. No multiplayer. No multiplayer on the upgraded version. Yeah, you got a roguelite mode and some behind-the-scenes content, which is still going to be awesome. Some going to be awesome. Graphics. I've got it. I haven't actually started yet, so I can... The character of Joel has been replaced by Pedro Pascal. <laughs> uh, shit I can't wait to see what they do with the beginning of The Last of Us Part 2 in that second season oh it's going to be interesting um, people are going to be upset I think it, clearly you haven't played the game if you're going to get upset like yeah you can't say read the book because there is no book it's not a book it's a game and guess what it's a lot shorter than a book so play games instead of read a book they're much better for you uh, they put hairs on your chest and all that sort of stupid stuff anyway uh, Spire who's going to pick him up uh, for me, because they've done a lot of Star Wars. Just I just think Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. I just think EA. Yeah. They can I'm... make another Star Wars game that's not the disaster of Battlefront, and they can make one just like, you know, Respawn. Let's make a Star Wars game that's not Skywalker-based, and it could be cool. Could be right. um, I said Xbox. Just because I oh. go, yeah, great. That's an opportunity to just like up-res all their old games. Like not not to go and make a KOTOR remake or something like that because clearly they're not up to that. But I could also see that as being possible. Maybe like PlayStation's unhappy because of their standards and all that sort of stuff. Xbox has none. Um, so 
So as we're saying, by, and it's very and it is very hit and miss at the moment. It's like yeah. some things great, like Hi-Fi Rush won best audio at the Game Awards. Other games like Redfall. Redfall, and then you got Redfall, which was just an absolute shit show until that other game that came out last week, the one by Frantic. Was it the oh, one that um, the day the day before, the day before, and that was and four days an after was gone. Shit show <laughs> of the. It's like. Oh, by the way, it's like got one out of ten by IGN. Then four days later, oh, we're closing. Closed. You just think, hmm, nothing sus here. Carry on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I said Xbox just because it'd be a good opportunity, I think, for Xbox to touch up some of their old games and and maybe use it as some sort of pitch. To, no, but okay, we'll we'll stick with Kotor. We'll give it the time and the effort, and we won't kind of crack the shits and move on if the game's not up to the standard we want, which may or may not be how PlayStation's going about it, but uh. Xbox doesn't quite have the standards in the same way. So um, that might be the, the thing that unlocks the, the future of the game. Next up is Gearbox. Where do you want to go? Well, it's one of those things you think, oh, it's the, out of all the studios, it's a big one. But then I realise it's not it's a big one. Probably it's the biggest one of all of these. That we've biggest got one, but, but there is Borderlands, the big one, and then the rest, which is, in all honesty, Duke Nukem. not great. Not great. Alien, Duke Nukem, God Awful, Battleborn. Is it Battleborn? Yeah, the one Battleborn. that released um, AJ's. What's the. Uh, Homeworld? Homeworld? Because that's coming back. Homeworld. That's coming back, I think, in like January or February. They're launching that. I think. Homeworld 3. But for my choice. Borderlands studio, movie next year. Or the year after. Oh, probably next oh year. yeah. I actually forgot it. I completely forgot about that until now because I just hadn't heard anything about it. Homeworld Did 3 comes out February 2024. Oh, another one in February. Great. Just another one. Just another game we won't get a ch- uh, won't be playing. Uh, won't be playing because uh, it's Gearbox. It's not Borderlands. Sorry. Yeah. We, we already know it's fate already. But for studio-wise, I went between two. It was either Microsoft Studios or Sony. But at the moment, that's so- Sony's in it. Well, Sony at the moment, as of December 2023, it is an absolute shit show going on over there it has absolutely imploded with the whole bungee situation the whole jim ryan's cookie farewell <laughs> like, yeah that was, that was the straw that broke the camel's back over there jim ryan got a special cookie made about him and a ps5 that looks like a ps1 and that's PS1. it and was, was like also too the last of us part two multiplayer new 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 it's good that's all. But, all the preview reports say it's good. So, good. So I decided, like, since uh, Sony's in a uh, unheard of, never say this before in my life, in a bit of trouble at the moment. I'm going with Sony. No, not Sony. Microsoft. Oh, see, I went the other way. I went with PlayStation because I reckon they'd look at it. Oh. Go, this is a great opportunity to grab a team, and like, clearly with Jim leaving, live services mm. maybe not the priority that once was. So we don't have to oh. worry about like, let's just get them in the door. Make sure they're working on a first-person shooter. It probably can't be Borderlands because Take-Two still owns Borderlands. Maybe we try and buy Borderlands, the the IP, off Take-Two or license it and off them or something. Take-Two take two will probably just laugh and then just carry on with their day. Well, they don't necessarily need it. They just, you know, they put out GTA and that'll keep every single studio in the in the family supported for the next 10 years. So, um so it's possible, but yeah, I, I went I went PlayStation because I think their their needs are more, so they might fight a bit harder. Whereas Xbox has obviously got shooters everywhere; they maybe don't need it quite no, as much. That's fair. That is fair. Um, 
so I guess that takes us to Crystal Dynamics. We've got two to go. Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal. Um, two of the more recent and bigger acquisitions that Embracer made. And now there's trouble. So we need to save these two more than most, I think. But but Crystal first. Well, for some reason, I said Square Enix, but then I realized... They're the they ones that kicked them out. <laughs> they're the ones that kicked them out. So maybe they might welcome back. But maybe also, I'd say Xbox, because, you know... They're doing a Perfect game Dark. called Perfect Dark, which we have seen nothing of since, I don't know, 2013. Not really. There's one trailer and that was it. We haven't seen nothing since except a name. When was that Perfect Dark? Oh, it was a long time ago. I feel like it was like 2018. That could be over-exaggerated. Oh, yeah. Maybe 2019. It felt like a long time ago. I, th I think we've had two Olympics since then. When Microsoft revealed its Perfect Dark reboot for Xbox during the Game Awards in December 2020. Oh, that was only three years ago. Yeah. It's still years longer. away, though. Oh. Still. We have seen nothing in three years yeah. except that trailer. It's almost like they announced it too soon. So, so it was that trailer we saw and a whole heap of jobs available at the initiative. Yeah. Many, many jobs. Um, yeah, look, I'm 100% with you on Xbox being the being the right studio for them, but also they look at that and go, oh, great, like Tomb Raider. That means we, you know, we can grab... I mean, that's the team. If we can get the Tomb Raider license while we're at it, then we've got our... You've got Uncharted, great, no worries, but we've got Tomb Raider. They can kind of have that battle. They, they feel like they're kind of squaring up with PlayStation a little bit in that space, so that might be an opportunity for them. And then anything else that Crystal can do on top of it's a bonus. Um, we know Crystal was looking at doing... Uh, shit. I've forgotten the franchise. The other, uh, Legacy of Kane, because they put a little survey thing out a while back, um, looking for, looking for player interest and getting feedback as to what people were looking for from that franchise going forward. They would, they would acquire that, presumably as well. So, I mean, and they're just one of the most capable teams there. So, get them on it. Just don't make them do an Avengers style online game. Speaking of Avengers. Go on. I say that's the next studio. Well, no, no, Avengers. Avengers was Crystal Dynamics as well. Square Enix. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was Crystal Dynamics. Oh, that made it. Square, Enix, it. Square Enix is the publisher. Crystal Dynamics made it. Though. Oh, right. Some um, reason I thought it was Helios for some reason. Yeah, Ido steered Guardians of the Galaxy. That's okay. Now, we're, okay, now we're back on track. Uh, but they've also, and I guess to set that stage for everyone, they've also done Deus Ex. They did Thief. They've got a whole bunch of stuff that they do. So who's going to go after him? Well, my thought was, and I could have said Xbox. Oh, actually, I, said I, I skipped a studio before, so actually, so we got we got one to cover. I up don't think I don't do we? I did see that one, unless I skipped it as well by accident. What's the other one? Do that one first. No, that's all right. No, no, do do Idos, and then we'll come back to it. Okay, Idos. I went with Ubisoft. I mean, the IP makes sense, and Ubisoft and loves Montreal. Also, yeah, and the fact is too that. Is, uh, Ubisoft is doing Star Wars so they're doing something with Disney so maybe they might do something with Guardians of the Galaxy and make a second game if Star Wars Outlaws is good yeah, I'm sure it will be actually I'm, I'm really be. hopeful for that of course see I for Eidos Montreal so whilst Crystal Dynamics is picking up Xbox I thought PlayStation would go for Eidos because that like especially because of Deus Ex in particular 
If they can grab that, they go, great. We've got an iconic Western RPG here. Sucked in Xbox, you can't have it because obviously they've bought like everything else in recent years from all the Bethesda stuff to they got... Um, all right, they name? got Deathloop. Oh yeah, but like which then know, came Deathloop two won't be coming to, X, uh, to PlayStation. Let's be let's be sure about that. But uh, obviously, like all all the Bethesda stuff, they got Obsidian before even that. So you got your Outer Worlds, and you've got all those different things that they do. Like they are the and that's on top of the stuff they already had. So you know you had Fable coming out of there and all those sorts of things. So they outside of Bioware really, and I guess we can maybe add um, Larry into the mix these days with the success of Baldur's Gate three. Oh, and uh, CD Projekt, actually. Um, otherwise, basically, Xbox has got the, you know, the the bulk of all the big acclaimed Western RPG studios, and PlayStation would look at that and go, geez, like, if there's a, if we want to have a crack, this is our chance to have a crack, and that gives us something that's... You've got your very, fa- like, I guess, old school with touches of sci-fi with Horizon, then you can kind of lean full sci-fi with uh, Deus Ex, let alone the fact that you get Thief and you get a whole bunch of talent along with them, so... For me, that was that was the choice there. But the studio we missed uh, was Warhorse Studios, which is the uh, I mean, oh, yeah, yes. we, we did kind of blink on them, but they they did Kingdom Come Deliverance a few years ago, and that's again another big Western. Uh, well, it was a it was an indie game, really. It was a Kickstarter thing. I actually kickstarted it too, but um, it was a oh, big. Now what? Now I know why I did see Warhorse because I'm pretty sure when I went to look at their games, the website was broken, so I couldn't tell oh. what the hell was what. Jeez, that's that that's... doesn't help. That's not a good sign. Kingdom Come. I mean, no, I, hang on. Warhorse. But that might have been on my end, and so I don't know what the hell happened. I'm gonna go check. It wasn't showing any pictures. Wasn't showing any pictures of the games. And I can't tell by broken links what the hell is going on. Uh no, their site still works. Um, but I I've had to translate to English because they're a Czech team, if I remember. Yes, they um, are. They are a Czech team. But yeah. Uh, they've only done one thing, and Kingdom Come Deliverance came out in 2018, so they're presumably oh, not yeah. too far away. Yes. But the Kickstarter a... game, that's right. Yeah, that one um, I had no then, idea. Then there was there was some controversy around the game because it was set in. Um, oh, I want to make sure I get all my facts right here because I'm delving into yeah, into kind of. Yes, because all those historians really, all those historians really listen to this podcast. Medieval Kingdom of well, Bohemia, so you know, really old. You know, centuries old Europe, um, and then centuries there was a whole old lot Europe. of uh, there was a whole lot of controversy because of the lack of black black representation in the game, and the studio kind of pushed back. It was like, well, there wasn't like there were black people didn't live like we didn't like, that that wasn't a thing. So we've gone historical accuracy was kind of and flipped off was more or less their response, and so they. You know, there was certainly a, a section of the community that kind of cracked the shits at him as a result, rightly or wrongly. Um, so there's a there's a t- like a tinge of controversy to the team, but at the same time, um, one Western R- uh, RPG wasn't wasn't fantasy based. It was all like just straight up medieval and all that sort of thing, which is kind of novel to not have a very like a medieval style thing and suddenly have to fight a dragon or something like that along the way. It was purely swords and shields and no sorcery so um anyway uh where do you think they they might land no idea because it's only one game that i'm not familiar with so i don't know what its style that's fair of um, game it is because it was i knew it was a kickstarter game to start off with 
then that's all I heard from it because I knew at the start I wasn't getting the best of reviews at times, but I yeah, don't know got, if it's gone better. Kind of got bombed then. a little bit, but and it was definitely better on PC than it was on console. But um, I could, I mean, oh, I, surprised. I thought, I thought PlayStation for the similar sort of reason as my my last one that they they wouldn't mind getting those Western RPGs in there, and they would be a very small investment. It'd be like some of the teams they've picked up in recent years, where it's not going to cost them a hell of a lot because. They're a small team. They're in Europe. It's they don't have much of a reputation. It's not like you're poning up millions or billions for your Insomniacs or Bungies or even what you would have to pay for like an Idos Montreal. This would be a very small investment um, with potentially a lot of upside if they can get it all right. So yeah, that's that was kind of the, uh, my thinking on that one. Um, but there's no others. Are there any other teams though within? within the Embracer group that uh, you wanted wanted to cover in any way, shape, or form first? No. I think all I say is, best of luck. You're going to need it. And yeah, why the hell would Embracer group buy a whole heap of developers and then just... I don't know. I don't, I don't understand it. I thought the Swedish people were smarter than that. Yeah. Is, Clearly not. Isn't the Swedes that came up with Ikea? Yeah, but that's all no, flat that's pack. You do it yourself. That's 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 a scam. No, that's Switzerland. No, I think it was our Finland, oh. the home of Nokia. But like the list is huge. Um, let's not lose sight of the fact that outside of video games, they own the rights to Middle Earth and Lord of the Rings and all that sort of stuff because they were going to. What was their, what was their wording around it? Either way, they were going to basically cash in and take advantage of it. That was kind of their thing. There, they own limited oh, you run mean games. Butcher it. Um. Yeah, that? pretty much. They own limited run games. They own Dark Horse Comics, which is you know, not a small. No, it's not, not DC or Marvel. Spawn. That's 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 about it. And well, yeah, I don't really know them much for their comic stuff at all. I actually know them more for like video game art books and that sort of thing. Like all of my Last of Us ones, Uncharted ones, a lot of PlayStation ones. I'm seeing my Bioshock Infinite one is published by them. The Zelda ones, the you know those big. Those Dark big Horse. Zelda books. Yeah, I remember those big um, bastards. Like there was three of them. Like that's that's all Dark Horse. Nintendo partnered with them for the Super Mario Brothers Encyclopedia as well. There's Mass Effect stuff. That I can see Witcher stuff. It just goes on forever. So they they do a lot of that sort of thing. Um, apparently, apparently they cover Avatar as in the Last Airbender. Like there's heaps of stuff that they do. Um, and then there's just game developers for for days we didn't even we didn't even touch on the fact that there's this whole heap of like old um like old franchises that uh destroy destroy all humans all those sorts of things that they own as well they've just they've bought up so much in recent years that not only is there going to be the fire sale on studios but it's it's then i think the more interesting part will be a bit like what happened with thq where some of the some of the studios didn't get sold but the franchises did um like setting you know, like for you know the South Park game, if we think about what happened with that, the team didn't get picked up, but Ubisoft bought it and continued on from there. Um, so you've got you've got stuff like that that's yeah, kind of a really fascinating extra extra layer, and all of this because they bought far too much. They tried to get it, have make a deal with the Saudi government, it fell through, and now they're out of money sucked in Embracer but sorry to all the developers who are getting affected at the moment it's horrible stuff 
um, what's it been like nine nine and a half thousand jobs lost this year? It's it's been a lot. Yeah, like every week. Oh, someone here's this developer team have cut jobs. Here's another team that's cut jobs. Yeah, pretty much. Bungie has a cut. Shit loads of jobs. And Everyone that's under Saber Interactive is another another whole arm that I didn't even think of, but that includes the 4A games that we spoke about before, 3D Realms, Aspire, and then like at least another 20 different studios. It's insane, the stuff that's going on there. They're, yeah, the Swedes have butchered it. Um, all right, well, uh, on that note, I guess we'll... That very happy note, we'll wrap things up there. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode of Patch, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, visit the website, player2.net.au. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash player 2 Dot, uh, sorry, player two, AU, um, and finally there's Twitter, Matto. Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for myself. The website is player two AU, and not until next week. We've got a couple of weeks off for Christmas and New Year and all those sorts of things. I got the the word from Matt Hughes and he's eyeing off returning the the end of the first week of January. So I think uh, Tuesday, January 9th would be when we're slated to first come back. Whether we can do it or not, we'll we'll wait and see with our own respective scheduling but um that's that's the hopeful return date which is when we should come back but we'll we'll cross that bridge later otherwise Matto, it's been good doing another year um we'll do some updates early in Jan- in january we'll make stupid predictions we've got the patches and all of those sorts of things we'll have to loop demo in for back. those uh, of course they've got to be uh, far more respectable in fact we we give uh, 100% more time to the awards than the game awards do and the same amount of awards, or even more awards than the game awards. Yeah, the only just the, no accepted speech. We accepted on their behalf. That, Maybe that's what we need to add into the patches twenty twenty for twenty twenty three four. Anyway, uh, otherwise, everyone, thank you very much for for coming along with on board with us for another year, uh, and we'll see you after the break. Enjoy your break, everyone. See ya.